0: Welcome to The Gist. I'm your host, Chris Vetrano, here every week to cover all the things happening in pop culture. And today we've got a special guest to chat with about pop culture and some of the acting roles that he's played. He spans all areas of entertainment from the stage to the screen. You know him from his starring role in Disney's The Curious Case of Dolphin Bay and in the reimagining of Stephen King's Children of the Corn. Please welcome to The Gist, straight from Australia, Jaden McGinley. Jaden, how are you? Good. How are you doing, brother? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for joining. I know it's early in the morning for you. No, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So we're um, so Children of the Corn, it just went uh, live on digital streaming. Um, so tell us a little bit about that role and what it was like to play it, because obviously a departure from from the Disney role.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, well, Alf was written and directed by uh, the incredible Kurt Wimmer. Um, and this is definitely a fresh take on the original story by Stephen King. Um, and this film is basically shown through the eyes of the children for a change, which I thought was really interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah. so the, the characters and the plot is different. And um, so I play the character of Cecil, who is the younger brother of Bo Lin, uh who's played by Eleni yeah. uh who's also uh, incredible. Um, and... Yeah, so about the character. I mean, uh, Cecil has uh, a lot of love for his sister. He has a really um, close connection to her. Um, and I'm gonna say this without giving away too much. Um, <laughs> so <basically, laughs> no, no spoilers. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, basically, early on in the film, uh, Bo gives Cecil the news that she's going to a university in Boston. And so he feels really kind of betrayed and lost in a sense, and there's kind of a clear sense of loneliness that he kind of like experiences, and that causes him to kind of, you know, maybe take a wrong step.
0: Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's a good setup. You got to sort of watch the movie to see kind of where where that takes him.
1: Definitely. Yes. <laughs>
0: um. But, uh, well, and, you know, we're, we're live on the airwaves, so we're, uh, you know, not we're not able to show the the imagery, so people are going to have to look this up. But the makeup that you had for this role, how long did that take to do? Because it was pretty spooky, at least what we were seeing in post. Maybe maybe, it, maybe there was some special effects there, but it seemed like that was, like, a lot there. I mean, sure. For other
1: characters, there was a, a lot more time in the makeup chair. If you watch the film, you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah. for me... Um, You know, everybody in the makeup department was absolutely incredible. And because we were filming during COVID, we had to like, we had to sit in the chair for like 15 minutes before we had to get out for, you know, there were like lots of like safety things put in place. We could only be in the makeup trailer for a certain amount of time. Um, But, you know, everybody in that department was was amazing. And um, I felt really comfortable and safe there the whole time. And so basically the process for me, because um, I basically dyed my hair for it. They, they made me uh, dye my hair in tonus. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a blondie ginger. So I would never dyed yeah. my hair before. So that was fun. Because um, <laughs> my hair is, you know, obviously a lot, a lot darker than what yeah. you see in the film. Um, and I also got freckles put on me every day. Uh, Mm -hmm. so with like, they, they use that, uh, that flicky brush. That's what they called it. (laughs) So it took maybe an hour, I think in total. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm, I'm always fascinated. I'm, I love horror movies and, you know, in as, as spooky, the spookier, the better, But Mm. um, it's always interesting to me to hear the perspective of what it's like shooting those things. You know, you hear about like certain scenes that you see in movies and how it just doesn't feel the same on the set. Was there ever times on the set where it felt like you were in a horror movie, or does that sort of like that magic go away when you're in front of the camera on the set?
1: Sure. I mean, yeah. There's there's definitely uh, a couple scenes in there that I was a little bit freaked out by filming it, (laughs) Um, and you know, working opposite Kate Moy. She's she's amazing. She's so talented, and you know, so you could easily get that creepy vibe off of her. But I think, like, <laughs> while we were filming it, I think the scariest thing about it was COVID. Like the whole time, like the world was essentially like crumbling around <laughs> us, and we were literally yeah. we were literally the only film shooting on Earth at that point in time. We were filming from March to May. Crazy. And so yeah, that that felt like a horror movie, and literally we were obviously scared going into it because this had never been done before and we had to come up with our own safety protocols and everything like that yeah and we literally on set we didn't even know if we were able to shoot like the next day we were just like oh well they haven't shut us down yet maybe we can keep going (laughs) yeah (laughs) I i mean we we finished it and you know i'm really grateful for that so yeah that was scary but also it was Kind of exciting, you know, because we kind of paved the way for all the other productions in the world that were able to go after that.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I imagine, yeah, that that's got to be like pretty crazy. I mean, I remember being in in the COVID times, and every yeah. day there was like new news coming out, and yeah. your restrictions just kept coming up and getting tighter. Exactly. And-, and
1: people were just making things up because they didn't know what it was, they didn't know how to go about it, and it did take a while. And we. We we were literally filming during the lockdown going, uh, we had to kind of keep in our own bubble yeah. to kind of limit like exposure risks and things like that. Um, but, you know, it, it was obviously the early stages of it. And luckily, literally not a single person, not cast or crew member got sick on set. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. And so, yeah, that that was incredible. And shout outs, obviously... The creative team behind it, Lucas Foster, Kurt Wimmer, Matthew Bonson, Sean Hanna, and the safety coordinator, John Heaney, as well, for, for making it all happen. So, yeah.
0: yeah. So, I imagine doing uh, the curious case of Dolphin Bay was. <laughs> very different than in, in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah. COVID aside, yeah. though, this is obviously a very different film. So kind of what was the what was the difference like for you? And then um, what did you prefer in terms of kind of this lighthearted film versus this like darker horror movie? Mm, good question. Well, obviously the character of
1: Cease was very different to Teddy. Teddy's way more lighthearted and he's kind yeah. of a bit of a goofball but uh, <laughs> no that, that was a really fun role to play but the sets obviously were completely different for obviously the the covid ways and things like right. that but also we only had we we shot a uh, curious case of dolphin bay in 15 days which is oh, wow. very very quick and that was weekends off as well so 15 days of shooting um and that was across three weeks. We had one week of uh, like pre-production and like rehearsal time and things like that. Um, but the thing was with, with Children of the Corn, it kind of took a little bit of time to warm up to everybody because everybody was like wearing masks and like, oh, we need to distance things like that. And it was only further a little bit further on. we were like, okay, we're in our bubble. It's all good. And we can actually connect and like start like hanging out and stuff like that, you know. But the Dolphin Bay, literally, as soon as I met, you know, Isabella Rose, Ella Proberts, Le we all just clicked immediately, which was really special. And the cast and crew were just lovely. And because I think because we were so passionate about it and we all just got along so well, everything clicked. And so then we were just able to shoot in that amount of time. Um, So that's a main difference as well in that sense. But um, in terms of what I prefer, I'm not sure. I don't know if I can say one or the other.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and don't because then you know we might have you know casting I mean, directors they're, they're listening. They want to do all of it
1: complete, Yeah, I mean, they're good for completely different reasons. You know. Yeah. Um, I had an amazing time working on both of them, so I don't know if I if I have a, a preference per se. But, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. That I was able to be a part of both of those, you know, it was, they were both very, very special and unique sets, I think.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I'm, I'm curious kind of where your influences of pop culture come from. And, you know, obviously you started your career very young on the stage. And so I imagine that there were certain things as a very young boy that you, um, you know we're drawn to but where do you look at to like kind of your inspiration and where did like pop culture sort of start for you mm, good question i mean yeah i i was always
1: into like dancing and singing and acting and stuff when i was like a toddler basically yeah. and so then I, I yeah literally so i started acting on stage when i was six um i got my first professional role on stage when i was eight and that was the uh, Australian tour of Chitty Bang Bang, which was uh, amazing, um, and then yeah, so I started screen acting when I was nine. But uh, because I've 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 kind of always loved, you know, stage and screen, and I've watched so many actors and uh, it, you know their performances on screen and stage. I don't know if I can pinpoint like exact inspirations because I know I probably have tons. Yeah, but um I mean I've said this in the past but Leonardo DiCaprio is obviously a, an actor yeah. I'm I'm very inspired by um his, I really aspired to do work like him and you know it would be an honor to obviously work with him in the future but um I remember one of the first films I saw of him was what's eating Gilbert grape have you seen that film yeah
0: oh yeah wonderful <laughs> yeah that was I mean crazy. It's that, that it- was- departure from really anything he's played since too
1: literally. And, and that was a film and a character that definitely moved me. Cause I was like, wow, there's like this, there's such a, a, uh, a depth and vulnerability that he kind of brings to, you know, that character and all of his characters, obviously. But, um, yeah, he's, he's an actor that, that really inspires me.
0: Awesome. And, yeah. um, and you know, you mentioned singing. That was something that you love to do as well. And I know that you're you've been working on music of your own. So, can you tell us a little bit about that and what uh, people can expect?
1: For sure. I mean, yeah. I started. Yeah, I started singing from a very young age, and I started like piano at six years old as well. So, I kind of have that. And music has kind of always been a part of my life. I've always loved different types of genres and and all that all that stuff. Different artists. Um, but yes, I have I have got a song coming up very very soon, which uh, which I'm excited for. Um, I think people will really like it. I'd yeah. uh, I can't say an exact release date yet. We're still uh figuring the the final things. Of course. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. So stay tuned for that.
0: Yeah. I mean, so what's the, what is the sound? Because obviously like people have heard you um, on the stage and that's like a Mm. Broadway, you mentioned Mm. the piano. So is this going to be, you know, are we going to be like bopping to Jaden or are we going to be kind of like smooth and mellow, like listening? Like what, what can we, what can we expect from you? I mean,
1: I've created lots of songs i've i've created lots that i just i just haven't put out yet just uh waiting for the right time to do it and yeah like refining that sound um and so i've been working on lots of stuff you know i've been i've been going into urban pop i've been going into just like proper pop i've been you know exploring hip-hop and all that kind of stuff um but yeah i would like to do a song with just like me and the piano and that's kind of it down the track but that's cool i've kind of been focusing on right now just you know a lot of things i'm just excited about a lot of stuff and i just want to explore a lot of stuff you know what i mean you know where i'm coming from yeah Yeah,
0: you want to be the triple threat you want to do it all dance sing act I
1: mean yeah and just like music wise I'm just like there's always there's always something to learn you know and mm-hmm. and there's always like if I hear like a piece of music that like inspires me I'm like oh this would be cool to incorporate into maybe something like this and you know mm-hmm. I just I I am very excited about that kind of stuff so
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. We um, we just recently had another Australian on the podcast uh, in the pop mm. music space, Betty. Who I don't know if you are familiar with Betty's music, but um, oh, if not, you should you should give it a listen. It's she's okay. she delivers pop bops, uh, four albums of great music. It's something that you nice. should definitely listen to because she's kind of the Australian Katy Perry. So really, um, yeah. I don't know how and, I haven't uh, heard of it. I, I know I'm surprised actually, wow. because yeah. she is quite big. She's been around for a long time and, uh, right. um, but yeah, she was just on. So I'm familiar right. with the accent at this point and, yes. and, uh, yeah, yeah. she's, well, she's definitely been, give it
1: a listen for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You should check it out. Um, nice. and then, so you also have a passion for wildlife and, yes. um, so tell us a little bit about that. And I know that, um, you, you want people to get involved in that, uh, but then that space and how they can help kind of help preserve wildlife.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, well, yeah, I've always been passionate about wildlife. And then, um, I started working with the world animal protection when I was, when I was eight years old. Um, and I kind of, I, I just saw them in a shopping center one time, just like going around, just like, you know, telling people about it. And so I went up to them and I was like, you know, I, I have $40 in my piggy bank. I can, I can donate that. That's <laughs> and, awesome. uh, um, that was when I was like, eight, and they were like, oh, it'd be, it, it'd be cool if you like, if you started like a, like a, a fundraiser or something like that, that would be a great way to like w- raise money for it. And I was like, oh yeah, that's sick. So I came up with the idea of like making uh, bookmarks. I think back then, uh, and we nice raised out. like tons of money. We raised over like thousand dollars, which was crazy. Oh, Gosh! And yeah, so sorry.
0: As an eight-year-old, so eight you were doing that, this. That this was is, yeah. That
1: was when I was eight years old. Um, um, yeah, and then so then I did another fundraiser for them last year, and my brother Kieran helped with that, which was awesome. Um, and so, yeah, you can, you can just go to their website, um, World animal protection and, you know, there's a, there's a link to donate and things like that. And, you know,
0: yeah, awesome. it's, well,
1: it's, that, it's, it's, really important. Yeah.
0: Yeah. W- was the love of wildlife, did that start somewhere specific for you or was it just as a child, you just fell in love with animals?
1: Yeah. I'm not sure if it was a specific thing. I was just, uh, I was just kind of <laughs> drawn to it. Um, at yeah, the store, I mean, you obviously, saw them. obviously, I, I have pets of my own, you know, and so you know, to think that they're being like mistreated like in the wild, that's obviously unfair. and I you know there was a, a sense of you know kind of injustice there. so I, yeah, yeah. Kind of took it into my own hands at that age. And
0: yeah, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I mean, it's incredible for anyone to be doing that today, let alone at eight years old, deciding that you're going to essentially start a business, uh, making bookmarks and then turning that money right around. And you mentioned your $40 in your piggy bank to give them. Yeah. It's like most people are using that money to like buy video games and toys and things at that age. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah, I've, I've never really been into like the
1: video game scene. I don't know much about that at all so same, same.
0: <laughs> yeah no i am yeah. I'm a, I'm a music lover I, I will binge watch things for days but when it comes to video games i can't i can't get on board
1: it's yeah it's not even that i i i have like a i have a playstation 2 which i just i i don't ever use and <laughs> uh yeah i'm literally i i my video game knowledge is very minimal um, yeah, and, I, and people are saying that I should change it, but I, I just need to find the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I just finished watching uh, on HBO the The Last of Us, which yes, I got. Me too. What did it you was think amazing. Again? Oh, I thought yes. it was amazing. I mean, yeah. Pedro Pascal and and the uh, actress—I can't remember her name—Ellie uh, that played Ellie. She was Stone. so Bella good. Ramsey, Bella Ramsey. Bella Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah amazing, yeah. amazing show. And then somebody, yeah. uh, Ted, told me that they're like, "Oh, well, it's following the game, and that, so people like know what's going to happen and what happens yeah. after." the season yeah. finale and stuff and i was mm. like oh i have no interest in the game part of this but what an incredible <laughs> show it made
1: yeah yeah i mean the writing is is amazing and the characters are obviously really well developed and the actors obviously bring them to life so they're obviously incredible but um yeah i mean if a if a video game like adaptation like came up i mean if an, if an adaptation of a video game like come came across my table and that was like a really good script and I'd be on board for that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't have much knowledge. Yeah, what,
0: <laughs> what, um, what other kind of like shows and, and movies are you sort of loving right now? Hmm. I mean, stranger things. I'm excited
1: for the next season. That's, yeah. that's, that's really exciting. Um, the whale, um, I, I haven't finished it, but from what I've seen so far, it's, it's incredible. Brendan Fraser is amazing. Yeah. Um, I saw him in like, you know, Encino man and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff from back in the day. Yeah. And so, you know, seeing his kind of return in a sense is, is really awesome to see.
0: Yeah. It was um, nice to see him win the Oscar and, you know, he put in sure. a lot of work and really transformed sure. his entire body. And, and I mean, yeah, a lot yeah, goes yeah. into doing that, that I can't imagine. And so yeah, he really devoted himself to that role.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, hmm. I'm excited for Joker 2 to come out as well. Joker is one of my favorite movies um, yeah. and Joaquin Phoenix is amazing in that. So, yeah, I'm always down to watch that. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about
0: the Lady Gaga?
1: I'm excited. I'm excited to see what she does with it. I've, I've seen her in, you know, House of Gucci and, and Star is Born and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm excited to see how she does it. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I know yeah. people are like, kind of like skeptical a little bit by going, oh, yeah, it has like musical elements and that's not what it should be. But I'm <laughs> like, you know, I, I know they'll incorporate it in a fun way. I, I feel like they're going to do something like a Clockwork Orange, personally. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd yeah. be
0: interesting. Yeah. I mean,
1: I think they could do something along the lines of that and I'd be completely dumb.
0: Yeah, it will be yeah. really interesting. I know, you know, when you start dipping into the, the DC, Marvel kind of universes, people get a little bit nuts with like the way that they feel like you're you're in, encroaching in their space. And yeah. so everyone's I mean, got an opinion. The, that
1: is, is crazy. I, I yeah, bit, they're, they're
0: that's, crazy. that's another one where I, I haven't gotten like fully on board. Like I, I like some of the old school, like Batman movies and some of the yeah. originals. But, you yeah. know, nowadays it's like. And, and things like that. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah. now it's just like, there's so many of them and they're just yes. like these huge budgets and they're also just so long. So mm. it's hard to kind of like prioritize those movies. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so so tell us a little bit. I know, um, so Children of the Corn is, yes. it's n- available now digitally on yes. the streaming platforms and, yes. um, and then The Curious Case of Dolphin Bay is available on Disney Plus. Yep, that's right. Is that right? Awesome, yeah. um, and so I know you I know we kind of talked a little bit about which ones uh you preferred, which you couldn't really pick, but tell me a little bit about the process and preparing for those roles because I imagine very different um in sort of getting into the headspace of that mm yeah, well, for children of
1: the corn, it, it was obviously because of- co- Corona and stuff like that we we did a lot via Zoom and things like that um and then you know because also because kurt directed as well as wrote the script so that we we kind of had a bit of an upper hand there that was kind of a, a a privilege to be able to work with him on that because he already he knows these characters so well and so he was able to articulate you know how he what he thought of them really clearly but also he allowed a lot of room for like collaboration and and there was kind of a freeness as well which was which was really awesome i'm really grateful for that um and yeah i mean obviously the characters are different so you approach them in slightly different ways but um i mean at the end of the day you're you're getting into their headspace you know you you obviously have to break down like uh what do they want in the scene all that kind of stuff how are they going to get it and so at the end of the day, it's kind of it, it. It kind of I kind of approached them very similar ways, even though they were very different. Teddy was just fun. I feel like I could inject a lot of my own personality into him. Yeah, he's, I was he's, curious, he's, yeah. he's definitely more like upbeat. Yeah, uh, than than Cecil. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, there was so much. There, there was definitely a sense of collaboration there as well. Um, directed by Christine Luby, who's who's incredible. And, um, yeah, so that that was just really fun. I just got to, you know, ad-lib a little bit. and, And at the beginning, actually, in the rehearsal process, the first time we met, actually, she was like, Oh, this," she said. Uh, "This is this film is kind of like a sandbox, and we can like chuck little like toys and stuff into the sandbox and see what works. And if it doesn't, we can just throw stuff out. And and that's kind of that's the way we kind of approached it, which is oh, nice. really awesome and, and freeing. Um, and so yeah, that was that was an awesome experience.
0: Yeah, and what and what a schedule that was! You got to f- complete a film in fifteen days. You got weekends yeah. off. I mean, that's not yeah. the normal kind For of sure. like acting and- gig.
1: <laughs> yeah for sure and we literally the whole first week we shot on a beach on the gold coast which which is crazy i'm (laughs) like how are we how is this our
0: job this is sick Yeah. (laughs) yeah that's pretty amazing yeah um well, well, that's awesome. Um, well, I I'm very impressed with you. I think that you you know you have done so much, and as you start, as you said, started so young, and um, you know I think continue to do that, and we're potentially looking at the next Leo here. So I think oh, that I that's do. great. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, and um, but tell tell folks where uh, tell folks where they can find you and stay up to date as you release music and other things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can follow me on Instagram at Jaden
1: McGinley. That's kind of where I'm, I'm most active. You can follow me on Twitter at Jaden underscore McGinley, I believe. Um, uh, I have a Facebook page. at also Jaden McGinley. And I also have a website, um, which is So Awesome. Yeah. And
0: then and then soon on Spotify and all of the music streaming platforms too, yes. because yes. you're going to continue on down Apple the- music, all that, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna uh, be the the triple threat. So, oh, it's not um, bad. you're too good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I think it's very cool. I hope everyone goes and checks out Children of the Corn. You know, it's uh, as you said, it's a reimagined take. It's kind of a new uh, version of a really mm. old classic movie, and so people should yeah. definitely check that out. And then um, on Disney Plus, The Curious Case of Dolphin Bay follow Jaden. continue to follow him as he releases his music and we know that there's going to be a lot more projects in the future from you as well um but like i said you're it's early for you so i'm going to let you go but i really appreciate you stopping by the gist and um and i'll definitely be uh following along to see what you do next
1: oh awesome well thank you very much for having me chris i really appreciate it and it is a pleasure to meet you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you as well. Well, awesome. Well, thanks all for listening. Don't forget to rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode of The Gist. You can follow me at CMVetrano on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the socials. And then, of course, you can visit ListenItSVetrano.com for all of the pop culture news that you may have missed here. Um, but thanks for tuning in, and um, we hope that you have a great weekend. Bye.